Hi, welcome to Living in a Material World. I'm your host, David Prada. Today's guest is Jeannie Jarno, the founder of Beauty Heroes, the beauty destination you can trust, as well as the pioneer and creator of Project Blue Beauty. Welcome to our show. Hi, David. Thank you so much. Hi, Jeannie. We go way back. It brings me a smile every time I see you and every time I talk to you and just everything you've done in the last two decades in my career. I've always like, you know, just looked up to you from when you were in the spa world, from when you created Beauty Heroes, and just like seeing you speak in front of groups of people is always so inspirational and so beautiful. So I'm really excited for our listeners to hear a little bit about your journey and how you started and where you came from. So Jeannie, let's go there. How did you start in the spa world and how did you end up where we are today? Thank you so much. We do go way back. And I just want to say I have this wonderful memory of walking through Barney's with our friend Yael, the founder of Red Flower, and you just going down the escalator and you were just always busy and hardworking and passionate. And I do feel like I've known you since I was a kid, but a kid, like an adult kid. And now we're like adult adults. And now you have me on your podcast. It just feels so mature. We're so mature. We're so mature. So it is fun to be talking to you. And you know where I started. You know, I started out really in spa and I got into hospitality originally because I grew up in Hawaii and wanted to create memorable experiences for people. That was kind of the way I thought about what I wanted to do with my life. And as I got into the hospitality industry, I really realized I wanted to create healthy, memorable experiences for people. And I really went into the spa industry very naive and in a good way, naive. Like I'm really happy and I want to stay in that place where I feel like we need to create truly healthy wellness experiences for people. In a lot of ways, Beauty Heroes is a manifestation of my original vision for my career path. I spent years as a spa director for luxury spas, and that's where I met you and really learned everything that I know about skincare and products and wellness and how the world works and business and started Beauty Heroes almost nine years ago now and really considered it a service, not necessarily a product company. So it's really different the way that approach the company. It's really kind of an evolution of hospitality. And I think Beauty Heroes is a bit of a misnomer. In fact, the name of the company wasn't Beauty Heroes when I started it. It was called Spa Heroes. Everybody thought we were a spa. So everybody who knew me was like, oh my God, that is the best name for you. Spa Heroes. Perfect. It's so exactly like what you do and who you are. But anybody who didn't know me or, you know, what I did, were like Spa Heroes, gosh, are you like a mobile spa that comes and does treatments on site or something? And it was very confusing for people. And so we evolved the name to Beauty Heroes. And I always say that is a bit of a misnomer because even though we sell what is considered beauty, I feel like we're so much different than the traditional beauty industry. And I feel sort of inside and outside of it all the time. So that's a little bit of kind of where I came from and how it came to be. 
I actually think it's amazing because even when you were a spa director, you were an innovator and a pioneer much more than every other spa director I've ever worked with because you saw and found brands that were still so fresh and so new that people just haven't seen yet. And you brought them into your experiences. And when you created Beauty Heroes or Spa Heroes at that time, I knew it was just going to be this amazing edit and curation because you just have this eye, and this pulse that many people don't have. It's just very intuitive. So when you did start Spy Heroes, now Beauty Heroes, which were the first few brands that you brought on board? Who, how, did, how did you start curating your edit? Yeah, so I started Beauty Heroes to, as a monthly discovery service. I wanted people to discover truly healthy beauty that was made by people who care, really care about your health and creating better products for the planet. And I wanted them to discover them the way that I did as a spa director. Because when you're in the industry, you know this, we know this, the way they send you products, because they want you to, for me as a spa director, everybody wanted their products in my spa. I'd get these very nice boxes with, you know, really nice information and education and, you know, is a presentation. And I really believe that presentation is important, particularly when it comes to like what you have in your life and what you're going to receive. So I wanted to create this service that would help people discover these brands. I sort of felt selfish for kind of knowing these brand founders and knowing these brand stories and not being able to share them with others. So Beauty Heroes came, you know, was inspired by some of the brands I was working that I was discovering. Our first discovery was with a small brand, a local brand here in Northern California called Somebody. Our second brand was with Red Flower. Our third uh, discover, one of our third discoveries was with Centegrity. These were all brands I was working with. I didn't know a lot of brands outside of what I already was working with. And so I really had to kind of just go down the road. I think our next discovery was with Laurel. And then Laurel opened my eyes up to other brands. And, you know, it's fun I've carried now, almost nine years in, I've carried brands since they first started, since they first launched. And now they're a mature brand and, you know, really like have global awareness. And it's fun to, to have, uh, to be on this journey with some brands. And I had a lot to learn. There was so much I didn't know. I really didn't know what I was doing when I started the company. And now I feel like I do know what I'm doing. It's fun. <laughs> you sure do. Everyone always thinks like when someone creates a business that they just know exactly what they're going to do. It's just like for me, it's like all my mistakes have taught me what I know. <laughs> so, and I keep having them all the time, even like, you know, 14 years after I started my business, I'm like, I'm still making some mistakes. I'm like, oh, I learned so much from it. Pretty much everything that I say I would never do ended up happening. I'm like, that's even happening now. But I do want to say that we share a similar sense of quality and what we appreciate in brands. The Parada brands are beauty heroes brands uh, for the most part. And I think we've got that really good discerning sense. And it's fun to be here We've had several meetings where I'm like, yeah, I see it. Do you see it? We're like, yeah, we see it. We, you can tell a good brand. You can tell a good product 
just make really good products that really bring value to people's lives. And they will love them and they will use them and they will repurchase them and they will care about your company. There's so much noise and so much stuff that's being put out into the world now that isn't made from that place. And so now I sort of feel like I really have an important role to make sure we are tuning out anything that doesn't do that. Well, you know, for me, it's like when I started my business, it was all about great people behind great brands. And there's so much private label out there and so much noise, like how you mentioned. And it, it makes me really sick to my stomach sometimes when people send me products I could tell. I know it's out there and the consumers are buying these big brands that I know are private label. And there isn't a lot of integrity out there, but people like yourself or even like, I just don't want to use anything that doesn't come from a genuine place or from where the creator is not making it to make a difference or to change the environment we're in or the industry we're in. I want them to create things for the right reasons. And that's how I get attracted to people. I think that's why I've always loved you. Even if we don't see each other for a while, I always connect with you because you also see that value in what we put out there to the consumers. I'm not going to sell a brand that I wouldn't use myself or use it on my family or my children or my friends. It's really hard right now. Like we get sent 26 brands a month and we only like maybe look at one of them that we're interested in. But you know, so it's interesting to me because it's just like, there's so much noise and the consumers love like these celebrity brands and seeing all these skincare brands coming out, it just makes me sometimes sick to my stomach that there's more and more waste being put out there and the right people that create the most beautiful products sometimes aren't being seen in the beginning, but you know, Beauty Heroes gives them that platform and you've given the platform for so many brands to be seen and to be heard because you're at it, you are also, you don't take on just any brand onto your site or you don't work with just any brand. When you pick something, I know it's the best. There's other companies that do it and have a list, but yours for me is the one that I trust the most. And so can you go into what and how you determine what can be on your site and who you work with? Yeah, we really try to launch fewer brands. First of all, I think it starts with our values. Putting a lot of stuff out into the world constantly that is redundant and not authentic and falling into the trap of trends, I think it erodes your customers' trust in you. People are smart. I made Beauty Heroes. I make it for myself. And if I would think that it's silly and stupid to be marketing, you know, selling something to me, then I assume my customers will know that too. So I think, you know, you have to play the long game. Or at least I feel like I have to play the long game. I want Beauty Heroes to be that trusted place where people say, you know what, if you say that it's a good quality product, if you're going to put it in your discovery, if you're going to talk about it, that you really mean it. So for us, we really don't launch brands from... I think there's some interesting things where you'll take a meeting and people say, yeah, we saw a gap in the market. I thought this would be a cool idea and we have like the best packaging and branding and identity and all of this. And then you ask them a question, okay, well, how do you source your ingredients? And they don't know the answer 
or what do you think about organic ingredients? Just having a perspective on many of these things. It's funny, like you just ask some very simple questions and you can really weed out somebody who really just did a formula on paper. Like this would be a cool brand. Let's put this out in the world. No, that doesn't work for us at all. I feel like the best brands are the brands that somebody felt really compelled to pull out of themselves and put out into the world. Like they couldn't not do it. And that's how I felt about Beauty Heroes. I felt like, you know, I had to create what I've created with Beauty Heroes. Like I said, it started out with the discovery service, but the company has really become, it is a living, breathing entity that really reflects my values, my evolution, the values of all the brands and the input. And it's something that's, that feels real. And those are the best brands. You know, I'm looking kind of around my desk, right? I've got Osmia and I've got Juna on my desk. I've got Y Bote. I've got True Botanicals. I've got a hair brand called Momi Innersenses. I'm just looking at my desk right now. And there's a few brands on here that we don't carry yet that... Yeah, these are all people. These are all people that have brought something to life. And when you ask them a question, they know the answer. So that's important to me. So I'm going to ask you a question about your product and you don't know the answer. That's a huge red flag for me. And that happens a lot. A lot, like 99% of the time. <laughs> for me anyway. And most of them, if you're going to, when they start educating me on their brand, they don't really know what the key ingredients are, which is very scary to me scary and so I think it's great it's like you know that's why we share like dear friends together like the owners of ingredients and they really care about what they're doing and what they're putting into their products and a lot of people oh yeah you ask them a question about their product they know down to like they know everything about their brand so certainly that's, you would think that every founder would know everything about their brand, but there's a very specific type of founder that does know that. So that's what we really look for. And we really try to, if something's trending, you know, CBD is a great example of this. We held off on CBD forever because partially because legally there were a lot of roadblocks. And second, I was really overwhelmed by all the noise around CBD and all of the marketing and all of the, the jumping on the bandwagon. And it took us like three years. I tried CBD brand after CBD brand after CBD brand. CBD is a very valid ingredient. It really is. It really works. It works on skin. It works internally. It's anti-inflammatory. It's got a lot of great qualities to it. I take it very regularly and love it. But it took me a really long time to decide, okay, how do we want to communicate this? Let's find the best brands. So now we carry two brands that, that feature CBD. I think they really are best in class. And I feel so good about it. And I feel really good about being able to sell those brands. I take my time. I'm definitely like the slower, more thoughtful approach to brands. I think that's the best way to do it because it's like you'll be around for a while because you are taking your time to decide what works for your consumer and what works for you. I love that. Now let's go dive into like in 2018, you're the pioneer of the blue beauty movement. So I want to really go into that and, you know, and talk about why you started that movement and your passion behind it. You know, I live in Northern California, started my interest in environmentally friendly 
living and lifestyle started back when I was a spa director. You know, I would make changes to our spa in terms of, you know, the types of amenities we had in the spa, really trying to reduce single use waste. Those were things that, you know, you just can't, I don't know, it's just like ingredients that when I discovered that there were ingredients that could be harmful to your health, I was like, why would you use them? You just wouldn't. It's just a real no brainer. And the similar thing happened. There was this, all this information drops in. I look forward to seeing what drops in next for me. I think one of the things I want people to embrace is that we, there's a lot we don't know. We are constantly learning what is better for health, what is better for the environment. It's not like you know, and that's the end of the story. You were always learning more. There's always more science, more discovery, more exploration, more knowledge. I learned about ingredients that were not environmentally friendly. That was a big learning for me. Oh, wow. There's some ingredients that you put them down the drain and they don't biodegrade. And then they go into our groundwater and then our plants absorb them and our fish and our drinking water and all of that. Wow. That's an interesting aha moment. So all of these things, you know, like learning about single-use plastics and learning about the alternatives and how you can kind of reduce. My thing has always been, I really don't want to give up my luxuries. I love having a nice comforts in my life. I love having really nice products, but I really want, don't want products that are going to be shitty to your health and shitty to the planet. <laughs> That's just not fun for me as, as a consumer. That's kind of an, a little bit of like the learning that I go through. Blue Beauty happened with a lot of the brands that we were working with, that Beauty Heroes was working with. These founders started their brands because they really cared about human health and they really cared about environmental health. And I would listen to them and I would learn from them and I would watch them and I was feeling really inspired. I was at a conference and there was a trend analyst who said that the future of industry is blue, all industry. If you haven't thought about sustainability, if you don't already care about being green, you're really missed the boat because the future of everything is about helping to regenerate the environment. We've done a lot of damage. We have a lot of fixing to do. And as companies who put consumer products out in the world, consumers are going to demand that you go blue, which is beyond green. It is about working to fix the environment, all the damage that's been done. And I was seeing several of our brands really working to that. Some had tree planting initiatives. Some were doing really ocean cleanup initiatives. Some were working with regenerative farmers. There were all these different things that they were doing. Some were social, a lot of social impact that really dovetailed with environmental impact initiatives. And I was like, man, Beauty Heroes brands are already doing this. This is so cool. And I said, I sent a notice out to all of our brands. And I said, listen, I want to start something called Project Blue Beauty. I want everything that you're doing that's making a positive impact on the environment. I want you to send it to me. I want to compile it. People need to know about this. I want to share best practices among our brands. And I want to talk about this. I think the more we talk about it, the more of an invitation it will be for others to come on board. And 
I did that. We started creating Blue Beauty content. Our brands started seeing what each other were doing and were learning from each other. And everything that I had hoped would happen organically happened. It was very cool. And I think it was, you know, really a testament to brand founders who genuinely want to do what wanted to do the right thing and were, who were already kind of on this path. So they inspired um, me to start Project Blue Beauty, which evolved into what is now um, the Blue Beauty movement. And that was really, after four years, one of the limitations of Project Blue Beauty as it lived within Beauty Heroes was that we weren't really embracing brands outside of the Beauty Heroes ecosystem into the Blue Beauty movement, which should be a fully inclusive, open space for any brand, whether you are at Beauty Heroes or not. And so we decided to kind of spin off Blue Beauty into its own thing. And now you can go and learn more about it at bluebeauty.com. I'm going to just dive right into that. I love that. It's so exciting. So it's now it's open to any brand that can pass the criteria to be a Blue Beauty brand. Is that how it works? Can I put it on my packaging if I get approved as a Blue Beauty brand? How does that work? Yeah. So currently it is, people have asked that. They're like, oh, how do I become a Blue Beauty brand? And they say, we really aren't a certification. Right now, the Blue Beauty movement is really a think tank. We're putting together a council, a Blue Beauty council of leaders who genuinely want to donate their time to think about how the beauty industry can go blue, be blue, and and be more regenerative. You don't get some big seal or cookie or certification. This is really about brands finding their own path to go blue and inspiring them and, and sharing best practices and finding, you know, new ways for all of us to do better as an industry. It's that's the way that I'm thinking about it right now. I will ask the council, how should we shape this movement to have the most impact on the industry? And that is an open question. So it's very much an invitation to the entire industry to go blue and not limited or exclusive. I really wanted to, you know, I always say like, you know, the environment is a team sport, you know, us fixing this issue that we're all sharing, it affects all of us. Everybody needs to come together. And a lot of the burden is put on consumers to make good decisions. If you look at the Beauty Heroes content, I always tell our customers, hey, you're doing a good job. You know, there's so much eco guilt that consumers carry. And so, you know, I think industry and policy and consumer behavior all needs to work together to create a more sustainable future. And I genuinely, genuinely believe we are going to get there. And I have a lot of optimism and faith in, you know, the people of the planet to get there. I actually do too. Deep down inside, I know that we can do this. If we just all kind, yeah. of, kind of meet in we're the gonna middle. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. And especially if we want our grandchildren to enjoy the planet like we did when we were younger. You know, like for me, I love that you have a blue beauty console and I'm dying to hear what they all have to say. So I'm excited that, do you guys meet like quarterly? We're just in the process of assembling. So we have a cosmetic chemist. We have Rachel Roberts from Oil and Water on the Blue Beauty Council. We have a climate tech 
founder on the council. I'd like to have at least one brand founder on the council and some other disciplines. I'm really looking to, you know, probably have a, a discipline in packaging, a packaging expert and a few different disciplines so that we have a very well-rounded group of individuals who want to engage in this and then decide what happens next for the Blue Beauty movement. How can it be of impact? I love it. I think for anyone in the industry or anyone creating brands out there, and most of our listeners are brand founders, store owners, and they're just like, they just want to have the knowledge and they want to know more. And these you know, I think for to have this movement, to just have somewhere to go and learn more, we have to just keep educating ourselves. It's like, we don't know everything. I love that. You know, and I just recently went to the Caribbean. I told my parents, the water doesn't look like the water I used to swim in as a kid. And maybe, maybe my imagination was much bigger and everything was blue and there's so much fish. And when I was swimming in the Caribbean, I was so sad because I can I saw a few fish. I didn't see as many as when I was a kid and it was cloudy. And I was like, we've got to make changes happen faster. And we have to really focus on this. So people like yourself that are creating these movements and are a pioneer, I really have a lot of gratitude and I thank you for it because the future really needs more people like yourself and the brands that you work with. So I'm so excited to even learn more about the Blue Beauty movement and Blue Beauty. And I now have the website and I'm going to dive into it. I'm going to have my whole team look at it as well. But, you know, I want to ask you, I always ask everyone on Earth show, materia means matter in Latin. So that's kind of like Cholito helped me name the, the whole like kind of material moment in our lives. And so everything really truly matters for us. And so we always ask anyone that's on our podcast or the brands we work with, what truly matters to Jeannie Jarnow? I think using your resources, whatever they are, to do something good for people or planet. You know, I think that really, like, as I've gotten older, I talked to my child about that. What do I want him to grow up to be? I don't know. Do whatever you want, but use it well. You know, your life is valuable and you have an opportunity to do something positive with it. So that really matters to me. And I think at Beauty Heroes, really, people do matter. People make this company. And I think you can have the coolest everything. If you don't have good people, nothing matters, honestly. I love that. Thank you, Jeannie. You know, I always tell all my friends, you know, I have a, a grown child and I always tell all my friends, for me, success as a parent or success is just having a child that's kind and is happy. No matter what they do, if they're kind and they're happy. I know that I've made a good impact in their lives. It doesn't matter what they do with their careers or their future, as long as they're kind and happy and I look at that and everyone I work with too. I just want kind and happy people around me. Life's too short. And I think people can make a change if you just have that energy out there and throw it out into the universe. But one last question I always want to like, what is your beauty routine in the morning? <laughs> you have so many options. I know that you do. So, <laughs> Yes. You know, it's really fun is I really like to be an essentialist when it comes to products. I just started using, I can't talk about it live because it's not been launched yet, but it's coming and it's so good. For example, I'm just giving you an example, a product I never thought I needed. And now I'm just, and it's frustrating because I'm like, I want to use fewer products. 
it's a bonding product, hair bonding, a green, super clean, really advanced hair bonding product. So if you asked me two weeks ago, if I used any styling products in my hair, no, I would say I didn't. I'm wash and go. I'm a Hawaii girl all the way. And now I'm like, this bonding product is, you know, I'm obsessing over it, but I shower every morning and I don't use a cleanser in the morning. I wash my face really well at night. I have a really nice cleansing routine. I put my products on, but I just rinse in the shower in the morning. A shampoo and conditioner bar that I love. One of the products that's a lot in my morning routine is the Nature of Things Scalp and Body Polish. Sometimes I'll actually use that with my shampoo bar. I use it on my body a lot. And then for my skincare, I guess I always mist, always use a hydrating product. I'm loving Ayuna's Nectar Skin D. I've been using that since it launched. It's pretty incredible product. And I put on Velo, Ayuna's Velo every day, which is technically not supposed to be an SPS, but it is. It's just not rated. And then Graydon's Face Glow and a little bit of makeup. So I mix up my face mists. I mix up my cleansers. I might mix up my body. Oh, and I always put on body lotion and body oil. So do you mix the two together? Do you do like an oil and a a cream? Yeah, I have like so many different ways I do it. There's not one way. It's just like, what do I feel like today? You know, I don't wear perfume regularly. So what I'm putting on my body is really like what I'm scenting my body with. And it can be different all the time. You know, I'm a spa girl, so it's like body all the way. You always have a great lip done too, though, so. You know, the dark hair, the light skin, and a bright lip. <laughs> it's just an easy way to look polished and look like you have more on than you do. You accentuate your good features, you know, so. That's what beauty's about. Like, if you're not enjoying it, you're not doing it right. So for me, putting on a bright lip, it does change your mood bright pink or bright red, or, you know, sometimes you want just a really elegant gloss. What do you feel like? What scent do I feel like wearing today? Beauty is fun. It's enjoyable. It's meant to be there. I don't want to ever lose that joy. These are products we're paying money for. Please let's enjoy them as much as we can. Oh, how amazing. Where could everybody that's listening find you on social media? We are at at Beauty Heroes, Instagram, TikTok, Uh, Twitter, and Meta. And then if anyone wants to find the Blue Beauty movement, where can they find you there? Yeah, so right now we're just at bluebeauty.com. Eventually we'll be on Instagram. Thank you so much for being on our show. In the new year, 2023, I can't believe we're here. Uh, But I am so excited for this year and all of the magic you're going to create in the year of the rabbit. I can't wait to see what Jeannie Jarno does and Beauty Heroes does this year and everything you're doing. And thank you so much for being a guest. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. And I'm going to come up and visit you very soon. It's a plan. I definitely have to come up and spend at least a day with you because I need more of Jeannie in my life. Yes. It would be so much fun. Lots to do up here in the Bay Area. Well, thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. How wonderful having an incredible entrepreneur on our show today. Jeannie Jarno just really is a true inspiration from working all the way back in the spa industry as a spa director to now creating her amazing beauty heroes. Thank you so much for joining. Until next time, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>